0: Get off your feet
1: Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and go to whatever podcast app you use and hit that subscribe button. If you like to watch your podcast, we have a YouTube channel as well. Go check us out there and leave some likes and some comments and get in on the conversation. While you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. A little side note here for you musicians and artists out there, if you like the beats you hear on the show and need some inspiration or would like to get a hold of one of these beats, make sure to hit up our good friend Ace Ha at Ace Ha Beats on YouTube and at Ace Ha Beats on SoundCloud. Raised on the Radio has a brand new promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. In today's world, it is tough to navigate through the craziness that is the supplement industry. It's also easy to get caught up in the crazy labels and promotion instead of really knowing the ingredients in the products and the quality of the product. With True Nutrition, whatever you're looking for to satisfy your health and wellness needs, they have you covered. They even have a whole section of their site that is dedicated to vegan, paleo, keto, and dairy-free products just go to the newly revamped TrueNutrition.com. look at all of the great products place your order and when you go to make your payment type in r-o-t-r in the promo code box for five percent off of your entire order you won't regret it and you'll never have to question the quality of your supplements again raised on the radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode we are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities if you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us email us at raised on the radio stl at gmail.com we would love to connect if you would like to get a hold of patrick blair or myself you can reach out their email or on the social medias you can reach us at raised stl at gmail.com or on the raised on the radios facebook instagram twitter and tiktok pages we also have a website where you can find all of our content head on over to RaisedOnTheRadioSTL.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocado, Patrick Blair, and Zoom Land, as usual. Go. You want Vampire Land. Va- what? It's, what the hell? Look, I'm so oh. pale. <laughs>
2: How many of you live from Transylvania?
1: Yeah, you look like Ronnie Radke over here. I don't understand.
2: Am I this white all the time? Yes. Okay, fair enough, that's fine. I mean, I'll take it, that's fine. I have (laughs) no pigment. Yeah. Um, I'm an asshole, I'll tell you why.
1: Well, I was just gonna say you could try going outside every once in a while, but whatever.
2: I do, when I have to. (laughs) Exactly. I'm an asshole by today's standards. Okay. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you a story. So once upon a time, when I was like, I don't know, 6th grade, 7th grade, something like that. For Halloween, I dressed up as a girl scout. And I went all in. Okay? I borrowed my cousin's, who's same age as me, her girl scout uniform. I got a wig. Then put on makeup, but I got a wig. I mean, I went all—I was a Girl Scout.
1: I already have so many questions. I dressed, Go ahead.
2: I dressed like a sixth or seventh grade girl, essentially. Okay. Now, you're probably going, well, why, why, why did you do that? Why would you do that? I'll tell you why. I wasn't making fun of anyone. I wasn't being a jerk then. You know this this whole idea of of transitioning and trans and the world we live in now obviously did not exist when I was in the sixth grade. I just was trying to be funny and I was trying to impress a girl, believe it or not. (laughs) I thought a girl. (laughs) Okay. uh, You needed a better
1: mentor in your life for sure.
2: I was uh, trying to be funny. I was trying to be a comedian and I thought that the girl would think it was funny and I thought it would be a hoot and she thought it would be a hoot and she would like me more than she already did. What happened was, is I, went with a bunch of friends who went to school with me and their neighborhoods. So more affluent, if you will. Okay. And little did I know that we were meeting this girl at her, I think it was like her aunt's house or something. And her grandmother was there on one of her, it was, I think I want to say it was her dad's grandmother. Very conservative, very sort of, mm, not open minded and she was mortified when she saw me. And I remember like her sister so would be like, Yeah, that's the that's her little you know, her little boyfriend or whatever. And I just remember her grandma being like, Nope, not anymore. That's not gonna happen in my house. I don't even know if it was her house, but uh, uh, can, I, can I ask yeah, one question cre- one question? It worked real against quick?
1: me. Can I ask one, one question? Uh did your mom know you were doing this?
2: Oh yeah, she helped me get dressed.
1: Wow. In the few times that I've met your mom, I just feel like I, I really would have thought the opposite. I really would have yeah. thought that this wouldn't have fl- wouldn't have flown.
2: You know, I've been thinking about it every day <laughs> since it happened. <laughs> it haunts me to this day. But yeah, it didn't, you know, it didn't really work the way that I thought it would. Okay. I bring this up. I, I know this, this is the way my brain works. I heard today, and I didn't know this, and apparently this is old news, but did you know that the two dudes that wrote... The Matrix, or directed the Matrix, or the guy, whatever the Wachowski brothers are now the Wachowski sisters.
1: Hang on, what did they they both transition? Both
2: of them, both of them transitioned.
1: Whoa,
2: and it's not like they did it at the same time. Like one did it, and then like a year later, and I'm making up this timeline, but it was later. The other one was like, Hey, wait a minute, I want to do that too. Now, obviously, they have their reasons, I got to tread lightly here. So they both transitioned. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, wow. I didn't know that. And then I looked up pictures. I was like, oh, wow. They, I'm not going to say anything. So like when I heard that, I heard about it on a podcast. And it must have been an old episode that kind of came into my feed. And for whatever reason, it made me think about when I dressed up as a Girl Scout. And I thought about it and I go, "Could, can a straight white male do that? as a joke in
1: 2023 no to be funny no i don't think so right i I don't think so
2: was i ahead of our time or just an asshole i think i'm just an asshole
1: i thought about this probably just an asshole dude have you have you seen um this whole thing going on with bradley cooper
2: Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I know this I, is—I ca- totally know this is that.
1: kind of not the same, but it's kind of kind of no. in the same vein. Like people are, I, I like people that he brought are, it up. People are ripping him to shreds because he had a prosthetic nose in a movie.
2: Okay, because he's playing uh, a Ma- Jewish character. Yeah, it, Maestro.
1: Yeah. That's the movie, right?
2: Let me look it up. Okay, because I just—I just saw. Yeah, oh, uh, I just saw this before I went to bed. So this is this like a, a based on a true story? Leonard Bernstein's children yeah. respond to criticism of Bradley Cooper's. Prosthetic nose in Maestro. Yes. All right. One day after the debut of the trailer for Maestro, the upcoming movie about Leonard Bernstein, Bernstein. Oh, so he plays Leonard. Oh, okay. The criticism pertains to Cooper's choice of wearing a prosthetic nose to play Bernstein, Bernstein, and has further furthered an ongoing debate about who should be able to play Jewish roles. With some commentators going so far as to label Cooper's performance as Jew face. Okay. Okay. Hold on a minute. All right, tell me what you think about what I just said, what I just read. <laughs> Nothing? Uh, I,
1: Well, I don't really have an opinion on what you just read, but I have an opinion on Jew this face. whole- Yeah, Jew face. That seems pretty intense. Um, I've never heard that before. Have you?
2: I have. Sarah Silverman has been lately and probably before- as recent as me hearing about it, have been, has been calling out Hollywood for this.
1: Okay. So, so what's the alternative? Only letting, only letting a Jewish actor play that part. Yeah. Okay. Or the other alternative, just don't do the nose.
2: But what's wrong with the nose? If Leonard Bernstein had a bigger nose than Bradley Cooper has, you yes. make the nose bigger.
1: Yes. It's but, not, but but then you're imitating. You're imitating. A not a culture, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, they're they're this is akin to like blackface, right? Like they're trying to say that this is the same thing, basically, right?
2: That is a stretch, sir.
1: Do you not feel like that's how they're how they're the people who are attacking Bradley Cooper for this, do you not feel like that's how they're looking at this? They're thinking well, it's the same, all, they're basically the same thing. Bradley
2: Cooper is not the only one that made this decision. So I hate well, that's how true. like,
1: that's true. That's I true. hate how
2: like the famous guy is the it takes the fall for something like this. You know how many other people were involved in this yeah, movie and in this process? It's like, why are we just blaming him? Yeah. He made the conscious choice to put the nose on, but at the end of the day, he's playing an iconic character. Who he knows has a bigger nose than he does. Right. So maybe he feels honored to A have the part. B, he wants to honor the memory of this person by looking as closely as to them as they did. Right. But also for like the 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 whole like argument. And let me just say this before I go on with that that thought before I forget. As someone who has <laughs> Jewish in my family and has a honker <laughs> on his face. If there were a movie made about me and some little nosed prick played me, I'd be pissed. You get somebody with a nose or you make it look big like mine. Okay? Uh, so anyway.
1: Really? That's your take? I don't know, man.
2: Well, that's my take for now. Now let me get back to the real take. Okay, okay. So like for the argument about like, well, we need more Jewish actors playing Jewish roles. Maybe they were not good enough to play this part okay. because we are talking about Bradley Cooper. Name me a Jew. Let's find a list of Jewish
1: well, actors. Well, okay. Let's not even talk about the nose itself. But what if, if if the nose wasn't a part of this, if they didn't do a prosthetic nose for him in general? Sure. Should they have? Or like, are people going to attack the movie for not having a Jewish actor, regardless? Like, let's not nope. talk. Even not talking about the nose, we're not gonna. We're not even gonna worry nope. about it, right? I think there's a line there
2: they're not going to attack the movie because Bradley Cooper played it and he's not Jewish. He may be Jewish. He's not on this list. I just pulled up, but so like it's the nose, it's the idea of changing his appearance to therefore be. See, this is the other thing that I have. I have, I have trouble with. I don't believe in Jew face. Okay. Not in the case of his character in the case of his prosthetic nose. Okay. I don't. Um, you find the best person for the job, they found the best person for the job, they wanted he to look like the person he was playing, or look more like the person he was playing. I think we're being ridiculous. And to compare it to Blackface, come on, man. If they hired Bradley Cooper to play Spike Lee in a movie, and he
1: Well, well let, let me let me be, and he darkened let, his skin let, like let,
2: Robert Downey let, Jr. did.
1: Let me be clear Yeesh. here. I have not heard anybody say that like, try to compare Blackface to Jewface. I am just saying that that seems how, that, that's how intense people are being.
2: Yeah, well, as no, they the, are.
1: As if it was, if that that comparison was there.
2: I don't know, man. Here, Here's why I don't have a problem with it, because you are hiring someone for a subjective job, which is a subjective role for a subjective movie, meaning not everyone's going to like it. Right. Not everyone's gonna want the job. Not everyone's gonna want the role. Not everyone's gonna like you, the person who was hired for the role, and not everyone's gonna like the movie. It's right. not for everybody. Right. So that's that's why I don't necessarily have a problem with this. Here's the thing, like have you ever seen a character overly Jewish? Meaning like it was what? so blatantly stereotypically Jewish in a movie, I'm saying so over stereotypically jewish that you were like whoa come on guys what are we doing that you can think of i can think of one
1: i mean I not, of th- I not, I not off the top that. of my head what do you got
2: <laughs> the dad in independence day
1: uh, okay uh
2: jeff jeff goldblum's dad yeah uh, who played him uh judd uh what's that guy's name he was in um I've got his taxi and
1: I've got his yeah, I've got his uh, his face in my brain, but I can't think of what his name was.
2: That was I don't know, seemed a little bit overly Jewish to me. A little bit the the, stereoty- the time fr- Judd Hirsch. The, the, Judd Hirsch is okay. his name. <laughs> the
1: the time frame was definitely But let me different. say this,
2: but let me say this. You're not gonna see that character today. Right. You're not right. That's how I know it's overly stereotypically Jewish. Yeah. Because I haven't seen a character like that since. Yeah, In a major motion picture like that.
1: <laughs> Overall, I don't see this affecting the movie. I don't either. I, I, I don't think anybody's not going to go to the theater to watch it or not going to watch it because of his nose. I think this is another one of those things where people are just trying to be mad about something. But also it's Bradley Cooper. Right. He's probably going to do a good job. I would hope so.
2: And I just, the article I just pulled up, like uh, Bernstein's, Leonard Bernstein, his family defended it. They were like, yeah, we're not mad about his nose. What are we, what are we talking about? Yeah.
1: But I just don't look at things that way either. Like to me, I, I, it wasn't offensive. I was just like, holy crap. Like the fact that they did that is pretty crazy. But to me, to me, like, uh, you remember how they made uh Steve Carell look in The Foxcatcher? I do. Like that to me is th- that's how I compare it. I'm like, you're just trying to make the person you know in the movie look like the original person. Like that—that's all it is. There's no- there's right. nothing more to it than that. That's what it should be,
2: but this day and age, it can't be that. That's why I'm an asshole. <laughs> I challenge anyone with kids to dress their son up as a Girl Scout this year, and see what happens.
1: No, I mean, you know, you're not the only person to do that by any means either. Like I, you know, a lot of men over over history have, especially around Halloween, dressed up as women.
2: I really don't like where you're going with this. Okay, continue. (laughs) I don't.
1: I'm just saying. I've I've seen it. That's all I'm saying. Well, not people that you're going to know. I'm just saying like I've, I've, you know, when trick-or-treating on Halloween or something like that, I, you know, I've seen over my years, I've seen men who are dressed up as women thinking it's funny. And at one point in time, right. it was funny. Now not it's not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like I said, ahead of my time.
1: I, I guess. But uh, I don't know. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. No, no, go, go.
1: Well, I was gonna, I was gonna kind of shift subject, but not really. Um,
2: do it. Let's get off. Let's get off this before we say something well, horrible.
1: <laughs> so, about fuck it. Let's. Uh, do another, it. another no. Another thing about movies and, and somebody being attacked. Have you seen this whole Michael Ower thing? Who isn't it Michael Ower? The guy, the kid from the Blind Side. The guy from the Blind Side movie. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent me that. Uh, I didn't read the article. I honestly don't care. I've never seen that movie,
1: so oh, I don't, really? I'm not. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I, I I'm not invested. Okay. The least. Like okay. I don't know. I did see that the actor who played the guy spoke out. Yeah. Um, on behalf of Sandra Bullock or something.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. that
2: so, tell tell everybody what we're talking about.
1: Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw yep. play a couple. Two
2: two two white <laughs> two whites.
1: Yeah. Two whites. Play a rich married couple. Whites. Yes. Who take in. They adopt. Who, who, yeah, who adopt a teenage African-American kid.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Dude, we're going to
1: get canceled.
2: He's really good at football.
1: Uh, Well, he wasn't. They, yeah. They, they, because he's
2: motivated by the rich whites. Something, yes, yeah,
1: so, something like that. Actually, he wasn't very good at all, but they had to make him good because he was a fast forward to now. Can I fast forward in, yep. to now? I can. Yeah, sure? we
0: said
1: enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so basically, he's coming out, or Michael O'Rourke is coming out now and saying that he was never- the real guy. Yeah, the real guy in real life. He he's saying that he was never adopted. By them, he thought he was, but he wasn't, and he actually was conservatorship. And the parents are coming out saying that they're based, they're very offended by what's happening, and that uh, it, it, there was a lot of legal things going on that the conservatorship was the right way to go versus adoption. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's saying that he. Um, like they they, they've had control of his money for a long time and it it kind of made it feel like they still have have had control of his money even even recently so like let me ask you this how is that legal i don't know
2: how is it legal for you to take conservatorship over your not blood relative yeah i don't know essentially a stranger that feels weird. Well, now, obviously we could have done the legal research on this, but I mean, feels, well, if,
1: I, I mean, their uh, his like biological mom signed off on it. So I mean, I'm sure that takes a lot of the le- paid, legality out guy. of it. But it's just weird that it was this lo- that it's this long after it. I mean, that yeah, movie was now, like '06 huh? or '08 or something, wasn't it? Like, yeah, why now? What happened? I don't understand. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, so the reason why I brought this whole thing up is because Sandra Bullock, <laughs> I think, won like an Academy Award. She did, and people are online like saying that she should give that back. Why? And it's like she had nothing to do with any what did of this. She, she played do? a character <laughs> in a movie. So ridiculous! People why? are idiots, right? This is ridiculous. She didn't
2: know the real mother who signed off on this,
1: right? God damn,
2: people! I just come on.
1: So anyway, so that's where he actually came out and was, you know, defending Sandra Bullock. Oh,
2: he did or the actor did?
1: No. uh, Or wait.
2: The real guy did or the actor? Oh, shoot. I don't remember. I thought the actor defended
1: maybe, Sandra Bullock. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. It had, it okay. had to be. It had to be that. It doesn't yeah, yeah. matter. Anyways.
2: Doesn't matter. Sandra yeah. Bullock will live. It'll be okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She'll be just fine. <laughs> that's a weird story, man. That's all about money. Clearly. Those people, like you said, were in control of his money. They knew there. I guarantee you, there's going to be more is going to come out of this story where they made some money off of something, and it was illegal. And the,
1: well, gonna I, so the weird thing is, like if you dig if you dig into it somewhat, like it seems like the parents didn't do anything wrong. And it seems like they really tried to help this kid out and, and they tried to like, even though they had it, they didn't actually adopt him. They had a conservatorship over him. Like they were trying to do things the right way. And the fact that would he be where he is now and had an NFL career and all that kind of stuff, if it wasn't for them in the first place and made the millions of dollars that he did. I don't know.
2: So you're asking me, could he have made the NFL without these rich whites.
1: Yes. yes.
2: Yes, he could have.
1: Could have, but would he have being a kid on the, just basically on the streets that doesn't have a fa- barely has a family, doesn't really have a mom. And you know just- how many
2: kids from the streets without moms have made it in the NFL and they didn't need rich white people to help them get there?
1: I'm just, saying it's a, I'm just saying it's, it's a case. It's a case by case basis, is what I'm saying.
2: And I don't mean to be offensive, but.
1: Well, apparently uh, this is all this episode is.
2: That's fine. I don't like <laughs> white people. Fuck them. They screwed this guy over. Whatever. Uh yeah, I think he could have. Would he have? Who knows? It's fine. He I didn't know that he played in the NFL.
1: Seriously, dude? He was on the Ravens forever. What's his name? Michael Ower, O-H, is it O-H-E-R, I think is how you spell his last name.
2: So how long was he in the NFL before that movie was
1: made? Uh, I don't know. Dude, we have Google. Okay. Why aren't we Googling shit? I don't fucking know. Google stuff. What's his name? Because <laughs> we, we have just talked I'm shit this whole time. I'm
2: still on Jewish actors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Michael Ower, I think it's O-H-E-R. I think that's how you spell it. Oh yeah, that guy.
2: Oh yeah. God damn, that's a big fuck, huh? He's a big boy. Jesus. He received $100,000 in blindside profits. That's it?
1: Apparently. What? That's kind of crazy.
2: When did he retire? He's 37. Wait, okay, wait. He responds. Michael Lewis responds to Michael Orr's claims about blindside money. Who's Michael Lewis? Is that the dad? The white? the white?
1: I guess. Author Michael
2: Lewis responded Wednesday to accusations from former NFL lineman Michael Oer, subject of Lewis's best-selling book, The Blind Side, that the wealthy family who took Or in has hoarded profits from the award-winning film adaptation. Everybody should be mad at the Hollywood studio system. He said, Michael Orr should join the writer's strike. It's outrageous how Hollywood accounting works, but the money is not in the toy's pocket. Or who was black, was growing up poor in Memphis when he was taken in by Sean and Leanne Tui, a wealthy white couple. White. Lewis, the author of Moneyball, The Big Short, and other nonfiction bestsellers, heard the story from Sean Tui, a childhood friend, and turned it no fucking way. According to Lewis, 20th Century Fox, as it was then known, paid 250000 for the option to make The Blind Side, a movie which he split 50-50 with the family. Family have said that they're split... Uh, they split their share evenly, including with Oer after taxes and agent fees, Lewis said his staff was around 70,000. Wow. I feel like this guy got fucked on that movie. Good thing. He made the NFL kind of made his own money.
1: Yeah, but I, well, we didn't look up though. I'm curious. Now the question you had was how long was he in the, in the NFL? Oh, before the movie was made.
2: Let's see. So, he, 2009, you said that movie came out when? I
1: thought it was like, wasn't it like 06 or 08 or something?
2: So he joined the Ravens in 2009, played there until 2013, played for the Titans one year, and then ended his career with the Panthers in 2016. Blindside.
1: Oh dang, he's been out of the league for seven years already?
2: So the book was written in 2006 and the movie came out in 2009. Oh, nine. Right when he joined the league. Oh, okay. Imagine that. All right. Let's talk about something fun. What do you got? Something everybody loves country. (laughs) What are your thoughts on this Oliver Anthony gentleman?
1: I'm not the biggest country fan in the world. Yeah, I've made that very clear on this show, but Have you? I do like like blue grassy folk music here and there. This so give guy,
2: me, an artist.
1: This guy has a unique sound
2: and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said something. Uh, I did. You like blue grassy folk. Mm-hmm. Give me an artist you like that is that Because uh, I don't know what that is.
1: Well, I would say camp, but you probably don't know who camp is um we'll look it up okay all right um so just judging by the title of this song you can probably probably understand what he's talking what he's going to be talking about already so have you not heard this song at all nope no okay
2: nope only thing i've read is that rich conservatives or conservatives like it okay can you can you tell me why
1: well, because of what he talks about in the song. I mean, literally the name of the song, Richmond, North of Richmond. I mean, he's talking So, about,
2: what does it have to do with conservatives? Well, I don't know. Break it down for me.
1: I mean, I don't know conservatives exactly, but he's talk. He talks like in the song about, um, you know, how we shouldn't be paying for, or like, um, um like EBT and and um, like food stamps and stuff like that. We shouldn't be paying for, you know people's junk food and I, I i know that's like a really broad thing to say about a song but j- pl- just play play the song he talks about that in this song. A, l- a little bit a little bit yeah
2: what happened to like fucking and partying and talking and, talk, and ta- drinking he, and doing drugs
1: uh well i mean i don't know that they ever really talked about th- that in bluegrass folk music here we go yeah you're gonna hate this but i, I already do i've not I listened you do. to a note i know go ahead
2: I hate the way that you explained it. Well, I don't. He talks I, did, about I didn't. I ex- Food stamps in this no, song? No, not really. Real? Are well, the lyrics you- food stamps in this song? Uh,
1: n- I don't think that word, those exact words are. Just, uh, just play it.
0: <laughs> well, I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me. People like you wish I could just wake up.
2: And- okay. So right now what I've heard is that he's sick and tired of working hard for no money.
1: Okay.
2: He's talking about himself and you, Colt. Yes. Are you the you? Who's the you?
1: Maybe. I, I'm probably part well, of this. yeah. Is
2: it only white people?
1: Uh, I, I, that's a let's weird find out. That's a you no. Know, that's a weird thing to throw out there. I well, don't hold think...
2: on because he <laughs> said the conservatives like him because he doesn't like food stamps. Let's find out. Just go. Let's see how. Let's see where the implication goes. Colt,
1: there's no implication as far as let's what see you're if trying he's to team, say. Jason there, Aldean. There no is no implication.
0: Lord knows it all, just want to have total control. Want to know what you think, want to know what you do, and they don't think you know, but I know that you do. cause your dollar ain't shit, and it's tax to no end, those are rich men, those the rich men.
2: So if I had to guess, no, his whole idea of talking about the new world and living in the new world where the dollar ain't shit, mm-hmm. conservatives really love that, right? That I that I do know, right? Um, why couldn't he have just performed this live?
1: What do you mean? Never mind.
2: That's a beautiful guitar he's playing, by the way.
1: No, I, what? No, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? What do you? Why couldn't he I have played this, this live?
2: Li- I thought this was a live video, but it's not. It's a recording. He's just. It's like a music video. I didn't realize that. I thought it was going to be him saying live. This oh, whole okay. time, I've been see. seeing his little thumbnail head, his dumb ginger head and thumbnails. I thought this was a live video.
0: It's okay. Okay, okay. I wish politicians look out for miners and not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, we got <laughs> folks in the street ain't got nothing to heat, and the old beast milking welfare. Well, God, if you're fine. Drowns. Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground Cause all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to Lord, we got folks in the street Ain't got nothing to heat, And the whole beast milking welfare Is keep on kicking them down Lord, it's a damn shame
2: Okay, so now that I listen to that again Well, let me, no, let's do it one more time Can we do it one more time? I
1: didn't explain it as well as what
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think? (laughs) Hold on, I want to hear that one more time Okay, all right Before I make a statement
0: Look out for minors This is the line I want to hear again I wish politicians Look out for miners and not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, we got folks in Maybe I'm slow.
1: Now that uh, that what I don't he- think I don't think it, yes, but I don't think that makes sense. Now that I hear what that What is he again. talking about? I mean, is that the Epstein thing? Yeah. Because he's saying uh, the, he wishes they look out for miners, which he means like actual Here. miners
2: minors with an OR or an ER.
1: E-R. He, so he's saying, "I wish they would look out for miners with an ER instead okay. of my mi- Is that what he says? Instead of miners, OR instead of miners on an island. Oh, he's somewhere. saying
2: OR. Oh, why? what is does he? What do we care about miners on an island somewhere?
1: Isn't that the Epstein thing though? Like the well, I- Those are
2: miners.
1: Yeah, OR. No, ER. No, OR er so the first the first miners <laughs> he's kidding. talking about I'm is kidding. er i'm kidding i'm kidding jesus I'm kidding. Me insane. wait wait
2: wait. so wait the first one he's talking about actual guys that dig mines. correct
1: yes what are you sure yes
2: oh is he in west virginia yes ah see dude this is this is it's, it's <laughs> coming together let's just listen
0: street ain't got nothing to eat and the whole beast and welfare
2: Why is he attacking people that are five three? I don't like that. He could have just said if you're three hundred pounds and you're eating fudge rounds. Why is he gonna go after short people too? What but the fuck is, they
1: do to this but guy. But this is what I was talking about like that I didn't explain very well when he's talking about food stamps. Like he's saying, you know, if you're five foot three and you're three you know, three hundred pounds, we shouldn't be paying for your you to be f- keep on filling your face. Who's paying for that? Government like food stamps.
2: So everyone who's who's obese is on food stamps.
1: Not necessarily, but what it, but I think what he's trying to say is that people who are on food stamps, a lot of them abuse it by energy drinks and by fudge rounds and by things that should not probably be paid for by us, the essentially American taxpayer. Correct.
0: Taxes ought not to pay for your bags of foot rounds. Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground. Because all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down. Okay. true, but it is. all it is. Living in the new world. With an you do, and they don't think you know, but I know that you do, cause your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end, cause the rich men, know the rich men
2: okay uh, let me just say this it's a cool guitar.
1: Uh, <laughs> is that guitar the only? Thing, is that the only thing you like about it? All of it?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like that song at
1: all. I know you don't. I don't like him. I don't I knew like his wouldn't. voice. I knew you wouldn't.
2: I I don't. I I I dude. I'm so fucking sick of musical artists being political. Just fucking party. Have a good fucking time. I just I'm so sick of it, man. I'm tired of it. I get it. It's important. Believe me. I used to well, listen to that, punk rock. That,
1: that's what I was. I grew
2: up on fucking anarchy, anarchist fucking, you know,
1: well, I mean that
2: angry hardcore bands, but like, fuck me, dude. There's no reason for this guy. Like, just, I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm contradicting dude, myself one because I one always. Of your,
1: one of your favorite bands is, dude. huh? It has been Rage Against the Machine at one time. Right. So, I mean, I like, like... two. I like two albums. Okay. So I mean, you know, think like one of them came out in 1992
2: so... <laughs> and the other one came out in 1994. Okay. It's 2023. Party. Get back to party. But
1: there's still bullshit going on. And oh, we're man, just talking about there's always going to
2: be bullshit going on. Exactly. Need this we're... fucking ginger to fucking tell us about it. <laughs> With his no stupid,
1: but we didn't we his didn't stupid need stupid fucking we, hunting we, stand. We didn't what are need, those even
2: called? Tree stands in the back? That's a deer his stand. fucking guy and it is 18 stand. dogs.
1: Like fuck you. Could you be more Oh whatever. Chill. When somebody out.
2: plays this guy in a movie. Okay. <laughs> they better not go soft on us. They better fucking do it. Again, do it right. again,
1: you saying we, we don't need this just like we didn't need a system of a down. We didn't need a rage against the machine. We didn't need like it's just a different genre of music talking about the same stuff. I disagree. Okay.
2: Here's why I disagree. <clears throat> System of a Down and Rage Against the Machine never had the lyrics "fudge rounds" in their songs. So, first of all, okay. What do you mean? So, <laughs> do you want, you want me to say it again? <laughs> you should cringe at the idea that the word, the, the the two words "fudge rounds" were in a song. Eh. That doesn't anger you?
1: No, not really. Look,
2: man, I, I, I get the sentiment here. I, I don't necessarily have a... a I, I don't necessarily disagree with the idea of what this this song is trying to convey to the world. What I have a problem with is that it's very strategically politicized for political reasons i don't think this guy wrote this song so ignorantly that he didn't go or that he went yeah it's nobody's going to care about the politics of the song i'm just it's a song it's how i feel it's coming from the heart no you know what you're doing I'm just kind of tired of it, man. It's just well, the yeah, fucking I mean, divisiveness of all this shit, dude. Well, I mean, just,
1: yeah, yeah, I think he. Knows I don't. I,
2: let me let me be let me be clear. I don't really have anything to really say right now, other than I'm just fucking sick of this shit. <laughs> That's all. I just want to party. Want to have fun. Want to have a few beers. I want to be lighthearted. I want to fucking rock. I want to be heavy. I want to headbang. I don't want this. I want to dance. I want to fucking you know, like I don't want this. This
1: this coming from the guy that. Doesn't like lyrics don't matter. He hate he hates lyrics.
2: It's the feeling, dude. <laughs> it's not even the lyrics. The only <laughs> lyrics I can remember from that fucking song are fudge rounds. <laughs> That's the kind of impact he had on me.
1: Well, I will say he has a little bit more of an impact on other people than the world because yeah, I, I know. mean this is I don't matter. This is blown up. Like I think is it this video that has like sixteen million views on it? Like the one you're nineteen. 19 million? Oh, my God. Dude, this went up 3 million today because it was really? 16 million this morning. Yeah. Drive
0: back home and drown the troubles away. It's a damn shame. God, look at all What the world's people. got to do for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be
2: true. It- Can I just tell you something?
1: The, the chances of Patrick Blair finding himself <laughs> at a place like this ever it's is. <laughs>
2: That's what I was just going to say. Like, dude, if I were in the dark alley (laughs) at 3 a.m. and I was being approached by 10 people in in hoods and cloaks with axes, I would be less scared than I am right now watching this. (laughs) Morris Farm. Uh. Look, man, I kid. I'm only... semi-serious about this being a bad song here's why I think it's a good song why it's a good song is because musically speaking he he is able to do what a good song should do which is grab you somehow now again I'm being a hater but I'm being serious right now Mm -hmm. it's a good song because there is something about this song that grabs you even me I've, I've spent the last 12 minutes listening to it, analyzing it, talking about it. Now, Again, am I hating on it at times? Sure. But like, I can admit that there's something there. Now, again, I don't, I'm so just, I'm fucking sick of politics. I'm sick of fucking red versus fucking blue. I'm sick of fucking right versus left. I'm so tired of it and I don't want it in my music right now. There is a time for it. There has been a time for it, and I've been guilty of being wrapped up in it. I don't think we need. And I'm not saying he's even doing this. I'm not even saying the song is creating but what
1: do you Okay, wh- what uh, do you mean by there there's a time for it? Like what wh- what is the time? Like what what do you mean? Like you don't want it now, but like what what does that mean exactly?
2: uh, uh yeah, i mean <laughs> i think a time for it is when the country is so divided and so captivated and brainwashed by something that's going on such as 911 such as the vietnam war such as civil rights such as riots Black Lives Matter riots, things like that. Things that really divide us and make us really question who we are as people. I'm not feeling that right now. I'm feeling like we have a fucking president that's about to die any minute.
1: So you are are you com- com- are you comparing this to try that in a small town? Like same thing, like we don't need that right now?
2: I'm not comparing it. It's the same thing to me. We don't need it okay. Right now. Okay. Move on. Okay. Fucking party. <laughs> I, I Dude, I... I I, 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 I get you, where you're you coming from. You don't I, feel I, this at
1: all. I understand what you're saying, it, but just I don't want to dive into this because we've just battered the conversation. But I, I still go back in a to good that. Good way or a bad way? No, I, I mean with the the tried in a small town thing with the with Jason Aldean. Oh, yeah, Jesus. You know, I I just I, I I I say I don't. I don't know, like like you said, we, we just I don't know that we need it. Like we don't need that right now. So I don't know. I guess I, I'm ag- I'm agreeing w- with you in that way, but uh, I, I don't know.
2: Who's just not, I'm am I'm, I'm I'm dude. I know I'm the minority in this because now that I'm on Facebook, I see this all fucking day. Yeah, this this f- all day. Do you know how many posts I've seen about this guy? People defending this guy. I'm like, have you ever seen him live? Do you own? His CD, like, what are you even defending? You're defending yeah. the idea that this song, this guy wrote a song that perhaps could be politicized by you and everyone else on Facebook. That's what you're defending. You're not defending him. You're not defending the music. You're not defending the idea of free speech in the music, right? You're just defending the idea that it's a little bit political, and we all want to be political, and we all want to fight, and we all want to divide each other. Have you seen people? We all want
1: to be. Have you seen people trying to defend anything, or you just mean that they're. Like just yeah, I've in, seen in, ta- defend- in talking, seen, I want... but what what are they
2: people do- defending the idea that this song is all about politics and it's all feeding one side of the political system? That's what I've seen. Those are okay. all assumptions, by the way. I hope this guy comes out tomorrow and says I'm a fucking Democrat. That would be hilarious. <laughs> probably not, because there probably would be riots. Yeah. But
1: either I way, know, I, I, I I'm just, I'm just it, tired of this shit. Dude. At the end of the day, and also, I agree with you on that, on that subject of, I, I, I don't need that in my music that I'm listening to every day by any means. But I'm also not saying that it's probably not important that he's actually talking about it.
2: Let me just say this too. I'm glad you said that. Because it just made me think about a thought I had and it came back. When I say I don't need that in my music, I don't need it to be so dramatic. This guy's singing with his heart and soul about how fucked up being poor is. And how fucked up it is that the taxpayer is paying for welfare. Dude, you're going to wake up tomorrow and drink Mountain Dew and eat a pizza and live your fucking life the same way you would have if you didn't write that fucking song. Why are you so serious? What change is he making? The 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 drama and the the theatrics of what that song is and the way he performed it just there, versus a song like "Bulls on Parade" by Rage Against the Machine. I went for the most generic one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: One feels dramatic and like, "Hey, dude, calm down, everything's gonna be okay." The other feels like. Well, this is fun. But also, well that What does it mean to rally around the family with a pocket full of shells?
1: But I feel what is like that, even talking about? But I feel like that's all based off of genre of music.
2: Oh god damn, you can't you just <laughs> agree with me no, once. No, I can't. God. You're right. You know what I'm once saying? Fun, you do know You know what? One I'm... <laughs> sucks. You're right. I agree. But at the same token. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying too. I I get it. I get it. If I could think of.
1: (laughs) I get what you're saying.
2: Oh, hold on. Hold on. Fuck that. Hold on. Uh, What Uh, are we talking about?
1: You said Bulls on Parade.
2: Yeah, yeah. I know. Forget rage. Forget a bad example. Let's find out. Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, Of course, all punk bands come up. God damn it.
1: Uh, yeah talking about a whole genre which is nothing but fighting authority basically
2: yeah it's fun (laughs) okay top 10 most political bands Rage Against the Machine, Green Day, I don't agree with that at all, System of a Down Fine, Rise Against Sex Pistols, Pink Floyd Ah, Pink Floyd's a good one, there you go how about Pink Floyd, can we go with Pink Floyd okay this is probably the most political correct band I know. Such an amazing band. Deep lyrics together. And isn't Roger Waters like, isn't he like doing like rallies and talks and shit? Oh, I don't know. How about politics now? I think he is. I'm not a Pink Floyd fan, so I wouldn't know their political songs. Metallica. What? Yeah, I guess. Injustice for All. Queen. Queen's a good one. How about Queen? Can we do Queen? Let's do this. Is Queen fun enough for you?
1: Well, give me a, give me a song that you're thinking of.
2: Yep. Hold on. Uh, why Queen never wrote any political song? I give up. <laughs> 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 this is the first thing that comes up. Why are they on that list then? I don't know. <laughs> I give up.
1: It doesn't. No, that's funny.
2: I understand what he's trying to do with that song and what he's trying to say it just feels like it just feels like a bit much to me dude it just feels like but here okay dude okay all right finally now i remember so remember when we we talked about those we posted about the jason aldine and i told you that somebody somebody commented and it was very dramatic very dramatic about how the song's about this, and this is what the world's coming to, and it's very scary. And the next thing could be this, and then it could lead to violence and this and that. And I'm like, where do you live? To the person that's writing this on our, like commenting on our post, like, where do you live? Pretty sure you live in like a suburb, nothing but white people just like you. Who's coming to get you? Why did that song? move you so much why is it speaking to you so much you're not on the front lines yeah you're not you're not out there battling violent protesters you're not out there going to political rallies and like so like same thing with this guy it's like dude you're gonna write this song you're gonna perform it you're gonna get your hits you're gonna get your clicks you're gonna make your money you're gonna go back to your fucking tree stand and you're going to shoot deer you're going to eat it your dogs are going to be happy and you're going to live life what he's talking about does not directly impact his everyday life that's what i'm trying to say okay we all pay taxes and i don't want to hear that fucking argument the taxpayer yeah we're, we're all taxpayers unless you're filthy rich you don't fucking pay taxes like you and i do get over it that's that's called an economic system. So what
1: rage is talking about in Bulls on Parade, does that directly affect them every day? I think so. Okay.
2: (laughs) They were political activists, though. Yeah. They are a bad example, too, because they are – well, at least two of them were and still are political activists. So when you're getting the politics in their songs, it's coming from a place of activism.
1: Are are you a Rise Against fan? Because I like Rise no. Against was on that list. No, you're not.
2: No. Okay. I dude, I was just thinking about this the other day. One of their songs came on. Uh, I own like three songs by them.
1: Uh, yeah, they had like four or five that were like pretty big radio hits. I'm going
2: to sound like a total snob here. I like early Rise Against before I do, they sold out.
1: I Well, I mean, but, I, I guess I do too, but I don't know really what early is considered.
2: I don't either. Them, but, I, don't, so I, don't, like, I don't
1: know when they started. Like Audience of One and um, what was the other? What were their other? You're going to make me Google it, aren't you? Dude, now that I'm looking at Rise Against's catalog, I forgot about a lot of these songs, and I'm even more of a fan of Rise Against than I remember being.
2: I don't like the radio stuff. Those radio songs really annoy me. See, those are the ones um, that I
1: actually that I like. But I don't know where where the album is where you say like before they sold out. Like no, I was totally kidding. Oh, you were? Oh, okay.
2: No, I don't think they sold. out. I would never say a band sold out, dude. Okay. Um, I like I like uh, the albums. So like, I didn't know who they <laughs> were until. Oh, man. Well, I knew who they were, but I didn't, uh, I remember I heard a song on like a compilation punk CD, like a punk compilation CD I got, like somebody was handing them out at a show or something, but I remember 2003-ish, four-ish, what was the, so the big one, the, the the one that had like, uh, I Give It All and, uh, Swing Life Away, uh, what's that album called?
1: So, that's the song. Siren Song
2: for the Counterculture. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. That album's great. And then the one before that is um, revolutions per minute, I think it's called. Okay, those two records. Okay, so I, I heard those two, and it was like 2003 to 2005 ish or whatever. I liked them then, and I ha- I have like a few of those. I have those CDs somewhere in this house, but I have I repurchased a few of those songs from those records. But my point was, one of those came up in. Uh, shuffle when I was like, whatever I was doing. When I think I was like mowing my lawn or something, and uh, I remember going, "Oh yeah, I heard one of their new." They, I think they have a new ish song out. Oh, okay. I heard it at the gym, and I was like, "Oh god, I don't like it." Like I just, it, I get the same feeling like every time I hear, like after like two thousand six, I would just be like, "Oh, not bad So I mean, not bad. It's just I just don't, I don't dig them. I
1: just it, it feels. Does it feel like?" Bleh the st- other stuff they put out like maybe yeah. they have well, they haven't the, the really one, e- evo- uh, yeah like like they haven't evolved yeah as, as well, far as their sound this, goes that why much? do we
2: do this to each other uh, dude i don't know
1: we've got you google we got google in front of us <laughs> and we're over here like trying to explain yeah, youtube mo- in front of us yeah google. we're explaining i don't know if they have a new
2: and- new song maybe it's not new maybe it's just new to me because i didn't know what it was let me see uh i don't see anything maybe not oh this was the song okay so the, apparently this is five years old that's how behind the times i am hang
1: on i still probably don't know it because i don't know that i've listened to rise against that much in the past
2: behind the times of rise against
0: Never, but everything i touch just seems to break am i you
2: actually not that bad.
1: I I yeah but I
2: remember hearing it. I, I heard the hand grenade razor blade lines. I was like oh,
1: god damn it. I Come think I have heard stuff. that. So I I think that they're tell me if you agree with this or not. They're kind of like a disturbed not not in their sound, but in the fact that his voice makes all, most of the songs sound the same. Like he doesn't do a whole lot with his voice that makes that. that makes songs sound drastically different from each other. I don't think.
2: I would agree with that, but I would also say that he and David Draymond both are really good singers, though.
1: Oh no, I'm not. I'm not dissing them by any means. And they I both know, and they both I, have unique voices. That and I like I like them. I'm just saying, like a lot of it sounds he, alike.
2: He sounds a lot like a few other people.
1: Really? You Not think? a bad thing.
2: Yeah, I think so. Uh, he has the very, he has the flogging Molly, and this is just the way that I hear it. People probably disagree with me. In fact, I know people disagree with me on this, but <laughs> he has the dropkick Murphy's flogging Molly type style of singing that got really popular in the early 2000, late 90s, early 2000s. One of my favorite bands. It's a band that I played with. And even though they were jerks to me. I still like them because their their first record is one of the best records I've ever heard. It's a band called a Wilhelm Scream. They that guy sings. He always reminded me of the dude when I met them, I actually said it to the guy. I thought we were broing down. I was like, "Yeah, dude, you sound a lot like the dude from uh, Rise Against, man. It's pretty cool." And he was so offended by that. He did not <laughs> want to be told that. And he proceeded to remind me that the Red Sox beat the Cardinals. This was 2004ish, 5ish that the Red Sox beat the Cardinals in the World <laughs> Series like over and over. I'm like, "Okay, dude. <laughs> like enough. I get it." <laughs> but um yeah, I don't think he liked that. They sound the same. In my opinion, Or very cl- they're they're similar. But that's they're, they're good. It's good. Yeah. I li- I like that style of singing. Um but you're right. It does kind of but they're also they're, they're that type of band. I would argue that they're just their sound doesn't change either. Yeah. You know, I, I again, not a bad thing. It's obviously worked well for them and Disturbed. So who the fuck am yeah. I to say anything?
1: Again, I'm not but, di- I'm not dissing them. I'm just saying no, that they're, I know,
2: I know. It, but, but it's but, a valid point.
1: But it's kind of like because it's, it's kind of weird though, Rex. Right? It's like okay, I like this song. Like if you like five of their top five, you know their f- top five songs.
2: They're gonna sound then you song.
1: should like all of their stuff, correct? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But then Maybe. it's almost like, okay, it's overload that you're putting out this much music and it all has the same feel. Like, I, I kind of want di- different, especially yeah. like record to record.
2: Yeah. I would say that if, if the non-fan, if the average music listener... Who listens to the radio. I don't even know if that's a real person anymore. But if they went to iTunes and looked up the top five songs for Rise Against, they're most likely going to like them all. And you and I are gonna go, all oh, kinda sound the same. Yeah. Not bad songs. Yeah. But they they have one song the the fucking It dude, it tried um kills me not to know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time I hear it my brain just is like no no just don't <laughs> I don't know what it is about that song it just always bugged me What's that song called
1: Is that Savior?
2: Is it? Let's find out.
1: Hang on. Well I'm I'm list- I'm listening to it in my head but I haven't gotten that I haven't got to got yep, the chorus. So I think is. it's Savior. Let's, though, let's, yeah.
2: Let's let's jam it, dude.
1: I do like the song get, though so I so get we're the taste we're, of- we're on opposite sides here. Let's
2: get the taste of Try That in West Virginia out of her.
0: <laughs> it kills me not to know this, but I've all but just forgotten what the...
2: I just don't like the way he's singing it. Just, it, I don't know, it always struck me as like a punk guy trying to sing to be on the radio. I hate
1: that I'm saying that, by the way. Anyway. I don't, I don't know if I understand
0: it. Were, her-
2: Say it again.
1: I don't know that I understand it.
2: I don't know that I understood it when I said it, but it makes sense (laughs) in my brain. (laughs) makes sense up here, but when it leaves here- I got you. Well, no, no. For me, it's like it's a punk guy. They were a punk band. They started popping on radio, so he's like dumbing down who he is to uh, appeal to the masses, if you will. Not selling out. I would never say that because believe me, I would sell out. In a So, do you think again.
1: this sounds differently than albums before this? I do.
2: Okay. 100%. Okay. That, make, yeah. that makes sense was, to me then. Okay. I see what I, you're I saying. I think it was grittier. I think there was
0: more there. Okay. It's a cool music video, though. I don't know if I've ever seen it.
1: You know what, though, this is this is one of those songs that without the lyrics, the music can get stuck in your head.
2: I agree. I think the vocals kind of ruin the song. <laughs> For real, like that whole that whole intro musically is cool, it's <laughs> killer. I'd be rocking out, but it just is. I hate saying this because I like the guy. I think he's awesome, but I, I just
1: I, I hear what you're saying. I get it. It's
2: just something about this era of Rise Against that just bugs me.
0: There is no reconciliation that will put me in my place, and there is no time like a present to drink these drained seconds.
2: fucking catchy though huh
1: is this music video about furries I don't know
2: <laughs> I just like it I don't think it means anything that's why it may I not know I like it, it may not no what's another one of those radio hits of Singular. theirs Prayer of Prayer the Refugee of that the... was a big one Jesus Christ they have a song called Prayer of the Refugee dude you
1: gotta know the song
2: oh yeah yeah this is another one
0: yeah
1: <laughs>
2: I'll tell you what, man, they're a cool band. I'm just a fucking hater.
1: <laughs> they, Honestly. uh did you, you know the song reeducation through labor? Mm. It was off the same at record. So you probably hated it, but I hate that title. <laughs> I can tell you that right
2: now. <laughs> Let's see.
1: Yeah, I know. It was a, I was a pretty big song too. So you probably know. Okay. The message at the beginning.
2: Yeah, they got ripping guitar intros, man. They're yeah. very they're a very cool band
0: to the sound of oh. a beat.
2: <laughs> oh, dude. Can't. I can't. I can't. That that's my least favorite right now. I'm glad you brought that one up. That.
0: Oh. Uh,
1: that's funny.
2: Dude, what happened? Yeah, no. I'm not with that. I'm not even going to give the band the benefit of the doubt of listening to the rest of it. <laughs> well, I have dressed as a Girl Scout, and I have hated on everything. What else are we going to talk about?
1: Uh, do you have anything else?
2: Oh, I want to bring something up. Okay. So, before we started, you were talking about the Kobe poster behind you? Yeah. Or art behind you? Sorry, I didn't mean to call it a poster. Poster oh, insulting. Did you see Pau Gasol's Hall of Fame? speech huh it was basically like several several minutes of him just being like kobe is the best kobe without kobe i wouldn't be i just i couldn't help but think about but what about the time he knocked you on <laughs> your ass <and> he,
1: <laughs> the t- you mean the time he, that he ran through <laughs> you
2: <laughs> you mean the time that he almost killed you what about that <laughs> like he called him his best friend and kobe's wife was there and she was crying and it was like this emotional thing and I could not get wrapped up in the emotion because all I could picture was Kobe like seeing a brick wall and running through it. I was just like, you remember that time he caved your chest in, pal? How about that? Love that shit. Oh, did you have you watched the Johnny Manziel documentary?
1: Dude, I don't know if I can get myself to do it. Is it good?
2: Do it. Do it. Do it. Did you like him before?
1: Uh, uh, eh.
2: okay I did not like him before and I dislike him even more now
1: okay that see that's the vibe that I kind of got from like watching the trailer and stuff is that I'm gonna hate I'm gonna not like him even more but, but do, you, do they
2: but do but you're not gonna believe some of the stuff that's that he says that some of his friends say you're gonna be like hey guys you know everybody's going to see this right like there's a point where really my wife poked my wife my wife was watching it with me she pokes me on the elbow she goes are they supposed to be saying this I'm no like, probably way. not. really <laughs> swear to god wow swear to god yeah huh she's like are they supposed to be saying this i'm like probably not she's like but well, then why would they do it why why she's like why does he want people to know this i'm like she's like what does he do now i'm like i think he just parties still i yeah. think he just hangs out i think so I don't think he has. I don't think he has an agenda with this documentary, other than to be like, "I'm fucked up."
1: Well, is is it, it is he is he not playing in one of those lower leagues anymore?
2: I don't think so, man.
1: No, hmm.
2: I don't think so. I think he's just hanging out, dude.
1: So this is going to probably make me sound like a terrible person, but I don't know if it was in a trailer or if it was somebody talking about it or something. But I had they had talked about him saying that uh, he was he either tried to kill himself at one point, or he was thinking about... He talks
0: about it. Thinking about it's it or something.
1: Brief. And as soon as I, I heard that, I was just like... Oh. Uh, I had to, I had to watch I, it I, in two sittings. I felt like I they turned were... turned it off at that point. Oh, really? Okay, because I felt like they were going to yeah. lean into that really hard. And I understand that that's... They didn't. ...a brutal thing. And I understand that that's a terrible thing for somebody to go through, but I, I, I just don't... I don't need that in my life.
2: <laughs> I don't mean to be insensitive, but... I'm so glad they didn't talk about it more. Good. Because when he said it, I was like, Oh God. And I don't even know why that was my reaction. I guess it's because it's him. And it's just like, Oh God, this, what are we doing? You need to watch it though. Okay. It's good. Okay. You're, you you're, you're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> you're, you're going to be like, my wife was like, why the fuck are they saying this? Like, why, why are they so casually telling the world these things? Have you seen any
1: articles about it? Uh, uh-uh. uh. So is this just like I don't want w- without without like giving anything away, is it like is it personal stuff that they're that they're saying? Yes.
2: Okay. Personal. Um yes, just watch it, dude. I'm telling you, you're gonna be like, who thought this was a good idea? I, I the one thing I'll say is this there have been previous Heisman trophy winners, and maybe this will maybe you'll connect the dots. Maybe our listeners will as well. There have been previous Heisman trophy winners. Who have been robbed of their Heisman, meaning they took the Heisman away, for doing the most minuscule things, right? Mm -hmm. This guy basically admits to, in the eyes of the NCAA, a criminal enterprise. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. Did I sell you?
1: I think so, yeah.
2: Okay, good. All right, (laughs) let's get out
1: of here. Well, hang on, hang on, (laughs) hang on, before we bail So we're already talking about we're kind of talking about the NFL here. Um, we're in the preseason. Well, we're the second weekend yeah. right now. We only got one more week. Can we give predictions? Any any kind of pre- prediction at all?
2: Oh, I can. Cowboys, Browns, Super Bowl.
1: Okay, so let's be serious.
2: I am. The Browns are going to the Super Bowl.
1: Okay.
2: They're gonna beat. They're gonna beat the Chiefs. Okay. In the AFC Championship. Okay. You, you want to score? You want to score?
1: You say the Browns are going to make it that far every year. Have you have you I said seen one year. have you <laughs> have you seen anything about Deshaun Watson, like how camp has been going or anything like that?
2: He's been very silent. They've been very silent. That's He's what had, I, I
1: thought it was I thought that was kind of odd. Maybe it was just on purpose. Maybe they're just like hopefully purpose. all that shit's over with and we're not. You no, know, it's not about over it with. But
2: I think the it goes back to what I said when they signed him. You have to minimize. The amount of exposure he has to this giant distraction that is
1: him. Yeah.
2: Don't know how you're going to do that. Yeah. And they didn't last year. I mean, I guess they did. He didn't play great. He didn't play terrible. They didn't play great. So they've, they've minimized his media exposure and the amount of actual playing he's doing. They're on, I was watching it before we started. They're losing to the Eagles now. They were beating them. Brown Super Bowl they're gonna play the Cowboys
1: okay there I, I, I seen something today actually I think saying that Cooper Rush is looking really good in has been looking really good in camp and they're just basically making the connection like it, it do we have to worry about him stepping in for Dak Prescott at some point I know I know how that, I know how it poor, plays out poor Let's Dak see. poor Let's Dak
2: see. The dude cannot catch a break.
1: What do you think about Zeke going to New England?
2: It's probably a good spot for him.
1: You think he'll do well?
2: I don't think he'll do poorly. And in fact, I mean, I think that do that. That division might get three teams into the playoffs. And the Patriots might be one of them. So,
1: I mean, they have the potential. They've had the potential for the last few years. For sure.
2: Last year was a bad year. I don't think it was reflective of what they're capable of with the type of offense they have, but I'm, I, didn't some you know.
1: Ha- didn't something happen with Jones though, like mid season or something? Mm-hmm. Am I m- remembering that correctly?
2: Pretty sure he got injured. I thought so or, too. No, he got benched. Didn't he get benched? Oh really? Because I, of I don't know. I, I don't, remember. I don't I remember. remember what it was. You know who's not going to make the playoffs are the Jets and stupid Aaron Rodgers? You sure? But they legitimate. they legitimately have a shot. Yeah. I don't think the Bills are going to be as good
1: as they have been. Based off of what trades or?
2: uh, I just think they're wore out, man. I just think, uh, you know how, like, some teams, like, the system runs its course, you know? Most teams, anyway, unless you're the fucking Belichick Patriots. Like the system runs it cor- runs its course. I think they're on the downside of that system. Whatever system that was that didn't get them to the Super Bowl. But gotcha. could, I I, re- I okay.
1: like Josh Allen a lot, um, but I do feel like uh, I don't know that he can grow much more as a quarterback. Like I think what he what he's been doing is what he'll do. Yeah. And I feel like defenses are going to be able to stop that. Over the next few years. Yeah. I
2: mean, you have to build a different system around him. Yeah. Stop letting him do what he does. Yeah. You know, eventually he's going to have to be a, eventually he's going to have to be a system guy, a pocket guy who doesn't fly by the seat of his pants. Every other fucking play essentially. Yeah. Every series they have an offense. There's two, at least two plays where he's like, "Eh, I got it guys.
1: Yeah.
2: Let's have fun. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I got the Browns and the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Who you got?
1: I'm still not counting out Casey. Um, well, I mean, I don't. I mean, obviously, all, they're a good pick, but shit, dude, I, I don't. Uh, Cincinnati also is.
2: Burrow's hurt. Fuck.
1: Yeah, but he's. Is he still out? When's he come back? I don't know. They were originally saying like four weeks or something, I thought, because it was like a calf sprain Yeah, but how does that affect his play? I don't know. It's a good question.
2: Also, haven't they been kind of like hush-hush about what it is?
1: I thought they said it was a calf sprain or something. Well,
2: they said that it was a calf, but it, they, didn't, they haven't really said how serious it was. and I don't know. I'm not counting them out, and I have to play them two fucking times, so. <laughs> but- All things considered, he doesn't really play that well against the Browns. So I'm not that worried about him.
1: What about Philadelphia? The Bengals? Do they make it as far as they did last year?
2: I don't know. It's tough to say. I think Hurts is is that dude. Yeah? Yeah, they are pretty fucking talented. Maybe I want to change my pick to Philadelphia and Cleveland. But I'm going to stick with my gut. I'm going to say Dallas-Cleveland. And the world will. Dude. If that was the Super Bowl, they like
1: If that was the Super Bowl, my wife is going to come and watch it at your house.
2: Cuz I I can't I
1: can't do it here.
2: Oh yeah, she's a Cowboys fan?
1: Unfortunately, yes. However, she can come over. I'm just really really hoping Denver makes it to the playoffs.
2: I watched 2 minutes of Russell Wilson the other day, like last week. I don't know what's changed in this guy's game or his brain, but. I don't know. Dude, when you're like making bad plays in the preseason, isn't that a sign that.
1: I think they were only, weren't they only playing in like, their starters were only playing in like red zone plays, right?
2: He played two series, I want to say, the game that I watched. Okay. Two or three? I think he played the first two. But he like the ball he threw away was bad it's like he it's just like <laughs> I don't know I don't know how you go from being like top four in the NFL to just like people going the fuck was that what did he just do? like you don't hear people say that about elite quarterbacks. you don't go what the fuck was that? no one says that about i'm still I'm still Alabama Holmes no one says st- that about like
1: I'm still saying that he had injuries that he was fighting off last season on top of a terrible coaching staff and the coaching situation was Sean Sean Payton even came or made the statement just like a couple weeks ago and said that um, from everything he's been told and seen since he's been there that that may have been one of the worst coaching staffs that he's ever seen
2: easy to say that when you're the guy
1: it is it is and then apparently it became a thing too because I guess Hackett who was the coach is now like offensive coordinator for the Jets I think or he's so then Aaron Rodgers had to chime in and tell Peyton. I think he's think he told Sean Payton to keep uh, his coach's name out of his mouth. You know. Aaron Rodgers
2: is such a dork. I cannot stand we gotta go. <laughs> Don't get me on an Aaron Ro- Aaron Rodgers tangent. We'll be here forever.
1: <laughs> All right, and
0: let's get